The views and opinions of this program are those of its host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of 90.1 FM, KKFI, Midcoast Radio Project, or its staff and volunteers. The only good Indian is a dead Indian. Spirit Radio here on 90.1 FM KKFI Kansas City Community Radio. Rhonda, your host here today. And for our show today, we're going to be having some special guests come into the studio. I know some of you might have heard about the Kansas City football team uh, doing a Native American honoring at their football game last Sunday. And not too many people were pleased with it. So we'll be talking about that in just a few minutes. We'll get started with some music. And this is some Thunder Hill. And in Inner Tribal, you're listening to Native Spirit Radio here on 90.1 FM KKFI Kansas City Community Radio. Hey! 
that was some Thunder Hill for you guys. And you're listening to Native Spirit Radio here on 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. And like I said, we were having some guests in the studio today um, to talk about last weekend's uh, Kansas City football's honoring of Native Americans. And that was done last Sunday, um, uh, the very first weekend of November, when they played uh, the New York Jets. Uh, so I have some members of the community from um, the Kansas City Indian Center here to talk about that uh, little event that happened last Sunday. So why don't I have you guys introduce yourselves first? Go ahead. Hello, I'm Gaylene Krauser, the Executive Director at the Kansas City Indian Center. Hello, Rhonda. I'm Moses Brinks Plenty. I'm also of the Kansas City Indian Center. All right. So... You know, what we saw happen last weekend, I I think there was a lot of misunderstanding that went on um, initially um, with the press release that uh, Kansas City uh, football team sent out. Um, As as we know, a lot of us know the Kansas City Indian Center. You guys have really good roots here in Kansas City. But um, I think a lot of the blame went to you guys at first, right, (laughs) on Facebook, because I was getting a lot of people asking what's going on, who is this involving, um, and a lot of um, everyone just misinterpreting the information that was going on. So let's get this straight first. You guys had nothing to do with what was going on, right? Right. And were you guys just as surprised as what what was happening? We were, and we we saw that that was going to occur when the press release went out, just like everybody else. Okay. All right. And so that press release said, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and the American Indian Community Working Group, in association with the American Indian Center of the Great Plains, will celebrate November as American Indian Heritage Month. And so um, it was... I think there was a lot of people saying, "What is the American Indian Center of the Great Plains?" Do you uh, can somebody? Want you explain what the American Indian Center of the Great Plains is? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I, I don't believe any of us really know. You know, we've we've asked. Um, well, I've talked to several different individuals, American Indian people in the community, mm-hmm. and. Um, they said the facts that there's really nothing that that organization organization has done for the community yet and doesn't even get involved in any of the cultural activities uh you know but I, i'm really i really don't want to undermine any of our own people because really this is this is the focus needs to remain on the Kansas City Chiefs they're the ones that neglect it to to develop a a community relationship with the american indian people in this area I mean, it was very unprofessional on how it was dealt with, you know, um, because you look at look at the history of our people. Our, our people never understood segregation or never understood separation, but unfortunately today we do, and and so we we need to to overcome that that type of mindset and get back to the to the main uh, focus point, which is again the the disrespect. And the ignorance, um, the continuation of support of racism towards a culture, a race of people, uh, uh, human beings, uh, which is us as the American Indian people. You know, where our, we are still here. Our identity is still intact. And so, of course, we take offense to it. You know, um, when, and I'm not here to blame the, the fans either. You know, um, I have a lot of great, great friends that are loyal fans to the to the local team. Um, but again, I, I'm I'm looking at 
the Hunt family. And, and I'm wondering, well, I thought you guys were business people. And, again, this is about building a community relationship, having a community relationship. Yeah, I'll put it like this. With, our local, with the local media, when they want to talk about sports, uh, let's say professional football, are they going to interview every out-of-town team versus the local team? Well, no. So why did the Chiefs do that with us when it comes to us about, you know, dealing with our culture and our, our identity? You know, that's a... <laughs> I don't, I don't even know what to say to that, you know, again, other than the fact that it was very unprofessional and how it was dealt with. Definitely. So that that was another point that was brought up was the people who were all involved um, with the event were from uh, from out of town. There was no um, there. And there's plenty of native people in Kansas City right. <laughs> that could have. Um, and maybe spoke to what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that was part of um, the other, uh, you know, comments uh, I was getting from, from other people as well on what was going on. Actually, um, and you guys know, both know Christine Mole mm-hmm. with American um, Indian Council. Um, she called me this past week and just, you know, adamantly denied their involvement with this project and she wanted me to know that she had nothing to do with this whatsoever Mm -hmm. um and you know i was kind of surprised because i was like okay (laughs) that's understanding and a lot of people again were questioning her role in this situation and so want to make sure people knew that that they they were not a part of this um part of this event whatsoever um i've also heard from uh some people from the delaware tribe who were very upset with uh, a couple that was there saying they represented the tribe and they said they did not represent the tribe um and i think you know they were trying to make sure something uh, a statement would come out from their nation uh saying this but again you know what kind of things could have been done with the kansas city indian center um maybe to to help further this relationship along because i understand you know it it is tough it is a tough situation we're in kansas city um you know we we see the fans and i know i've known for the past uh football season people complaining about uh the fans dressing up Mm -hmm. and it's very uh, disturbing Mm -hmm. to them so you know what could what are you guys planning on on trying to reach out again to the to the football team I'm not sure if we're we're planning on reaching out anytime soon. I know we had reached out long before this and, oh, yes. in fact, had uh, some tentative meeting dates clear back in May and were just kept being put off. And we discussed it with our consortium of the longstanding organizations here in Kansas City, like the Indian Council and the Indian Center and three or four other organizations and we were discussing the fans dressing up and the headdresses and the tomahawk chop and and a lot of those issues <clears throat> and the thing of it is is there really are very adamant opinions on both sides of the issue on whether people are very upset and whether people are not upset at all and and we've seen this on, on the whole mascot issue all the way around, whether it's Kansas City or Washington or anything like that. 
And so we offered to talk to them just to let them know what the temperature was of this community. And yes, there is not complete agreement, but there's not complete agreement on any issue among any ethnic population anywhere. That's We're all individual people and we all have our own opinions. But I think there are a lot of things that people agree on and the dressing up and the face painting, those are a couple of the really big ones that that need to just go away. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it is. It's a, a you know appropriation of native culture that we see going on all the time. And ironically, last weekend uh, when this was going on in Minneapolis, uh, Washington was playing mini, uh, Minnesota, and you know, 5,000 people showed up to protest against the name. And that was amazing, seeing that solidarity of people, not just Native people, but all groups of people. The mayor was there. I mean, it was amazing Mm -hmm. seeing that. And then I I was wondering, like, I wonder if this was planned (laughs) this way. Like, they're doing bad, but we're doing good by doing this. Well, you know, I I mean, the card was played very well. You know, it's the bottom line. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna take someone who who proclaims to be Indian, and I'm gonna use that term because it takes more than a plastic card to identify yourself as being indigenous. You know, um, who does not have a a lot of knowledge about the history of who we are as indigenous people. Uh, you know, for me, if someone's gonna speak for me, especially my identity, I hope that that individual knows the true history and the sacrifices made by our ancestors to still allow us and had given us the opportunity to even call ourselves Indian today. You know, you look back, I mean, there's always this constant argument of that, oh, the chiefs, they're, they're named after a mayor, Mayor Bartle. Well, well, why aren't they utilizing his identity? Why aren't they wearing the top hats or whatever kind of hat he wore in their suits? And leave our traditions and our culture out of it, but they are not. They're more that he made up. It, it, it all stems from the Boy Scouts, the Mikasay tribe, you know, uh, a made-up tribe, uh, made-up council, and they played Indian, and they still play Indian today. And then all of a sudden, now it grew on to the professional football team. You know, and so now they're they're utilizing our identity again, our identity as human beings, our traditions, our, our ceremonial items. You know, it's it's just a mockery of it. I mean, we don't go around making fun of anybody else's religion. You know, so why is it okay when it's happening to us? I don't get that. And it's two thousand soon to be two thousand fifteen. Come on, when are we going to grow up and realize that? Hey. We're all human beings on the same planet. What are we going to do to start working together to start healing and making amends? Definitely. It is, it's very tragic, especially to, uh, and, and I know they did this too, is November's Native American Heritage Month, um, you know, trying to, again, honor Native Americans. What did you guys think of the, the big drum they brought out? <laughs> you know, honestly, from my, my perspective and my point of view is that, my personal opinion is that, that would be one of the things that will have to go, you know, because, again, 
what we what we understand about the drum, what it represents to us, not as a powwow drum, anything as a ceremonial item. That it's something that helps give us a voice, and and, and assisting in our prayers. It's too meaningful, you know. And when, as a child growing up, I rode past the Wounded Knee Massacre site, going to and from school. So I was reminded every single day in my life of what price was paid and the judgment that my, our people had faced. And I'll never, ever forget that. Never forget that. So as long as I'm alive, I'm always going to go ahead and pursue and continue to work towards being what our people used to be as tribal people, as Indian people. I'm proud. I'm not ashamed of being who I am. And in that process, I want to be able to eliminate all, all obstacles that our young people are faced with, especially in school, if they if they if they if they can find a comfort in their, in who they are as Indian people, boy, our people are going to flourish again. So we have to eliminate that. So I understand why we why it's so important to eliminate the mascot issue. You know, it's a mockery. It's the bottom line. It's a mockery, and and so we have to continue to keep pursuing that and keep spearheading it and and. As long as we are here, that'll never go away. Definitely. Well, and, you know, part of this also goes into, since it is November, we're going into Thanksgiving. Right. And so now we have um, other things coming up, uh, you know, with people thinking of the Indians and the pilgrims and and what's going on. Um, I actually just seen a story this past week uh, where they put a picture of a class who had dressed up like Indians for their Thanksgiving November. They were actually trying to, they were trying to understand natives, but I was like, why would you dress up as native <laughs> kid? I mean, it's just that's where it starts. That's where it starts when you're very young, and then it continues on to going to the games dressed up like this. Um, is Kansas City Indian Center planning any events this month? or We we're doing the same things that we pretty much do every month. We just had culture night mm-hmm. a, uh, last Wednesday, and then we'll do a traditional teachings on the third Wednesday. And um, so that's what we have planned for this month. Okay. It's all, it's all educational stuff. Yeah. I mean, just like you mentioned, you know, people want to understand. It's all, if they want to understand, they should come to the source. Exactly. Yes. You know, we're, we're still here. <laughs> we're not just of the past. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> It, it's so that's for me too. It's again when you talk about education, that was one of the things that we continue to strive for at the Kansas City Indian Center. You know, we we go to schools and we try to do the our best. To, you know, what, when we're available to get to schools and and speak about who we are as the people of today, not just of the past but of today. You know, when I walk into a school, I wear my regular clothes. I don't dress up in regalia. You know, because when you when if I if I show up in a classroom dressed in regalia, wearing leathers and feathers, then every single one of those children are not going to be able to identify an Indian unless they are wearing leathers and feathers. So I leave the regalia out of it, and I just show up in street clothing. You know, to let them know who we are and how we dress. You know, and I mean, not everyone dresses like me, but at least there's there's a common understanding that oh, they wear everyday clothes just like we do too, and and so they 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 will be able to. Identify an Indian much easier, you know, um, and and have an understanding of that versus just seeing waiting to see someone with leathers and feathers on. Definitely, yeah. I think we, you know, being at Haskell, you see a lot of people coming there, 
expecting to see something totally different and not seeing what they see in a, in a classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try to explain that, too. You know, our, our people look different. We're very diverse right now. Right. And we all don't look like Moses. <laughs> we, we don't look like me. We, look, we all look right. differently, right. amazingly enough. Um, and, and that's great you guys are going out to classrooms because I, I don't think there is enough people doing that. I mean, there's just too many places that need that education, and we can't send everybody out there to do it. You know, it's, it's just very difficult. Um, but I wish we had more people willing to go out and do that. You guys are doing a great job. Well, thank thank you. you. One of the things that is a little bit troubling is when people do call, (laughs) a lot of times they don't want someone to just come out in their street clothes and educate them about uh, the history and the present of of who we are today. They actually want, well, can someone come out dressed up and dance and Mm -hmm. do this and do that? And, and, And I understand that. That that's not something that people get to see every day, and and they'd like to see that, but it really pigeonholes us, especially among these young people, among these school age children, into an identity, and that's something that we feel like we should be able to define ourselves as who we are, as Indian people, as individuals, and so sometimes it's a little bit disappointing that a lot of the calls we get are. Can you come in your costume? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've heard that too. It's like they'll call and say, um, "Can you set up a fire and dance around it?" And it's like, "Well, that's pretty dangerous." <laughs> I don't know if you want to do that, but, but yeah, I, I know it's uh, it's difficult uh, trying to explain that. But it's good that we have people that are willing to go out and do that, and it's especially you know um, having forms to get that message out. Um, and having you guys, you know, explain that as well. Um, in 2005, I know we had the uh, rally at Kansas City in Arrowhead Stadium when uh, they played Washington. And I know your your group was instrumental in, in helping us do that, um, getting people to come out there and, and especially feed everybody afterwards. You know, that was amazing. Um, and, and I think that was the only time I'd ever been to Arrowhead Stadium when there was a game going on. But for people to understand how difficult it is to be out there in that environment, it, the, just the amount of, I guess, hatred that people get upset because we don't want them to dress up like Native people. Mm-hmm. And it's still ongoing. It's, you know, like you said, you know, Mr. Bartle was a, um, was a mayor Mm -hmm. and so i don't understand where the native part of it came in and is so stuck with them now Mm -hmm. and they still explain that they don't represent native people Mm -hmm. you know if you don't represent native people then why are you continuing to let your fans do this and you're not saying anything have have you guys um you know thought of like writing a statement up asking you know, asking them to tell the fans not to do this? Well, we never like to put anything in writing. (laughs) 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 Um, I'm kind of (laughs) kidding. Kind (laughs) of. We actually talked about doing that and uh, doing that with our consortium. Mm -hmm. But there again, with so many people involved in that, it was very hard to come to... 
a consensus on exactly what should be included in in any kind of statement. And when we started talking about it, we thought that if we truly want to represent somebody besides just our individual selves, we have to really go out into the public, go out into uh, the Indian community and do some surveys and talk to some people. Because right now we don't speak for anybody but our individual selves. We, We can't speak for the entire population in Kansas City or or even in this room I can't speak on behalf of Moses and and so without doing that we felt like we would really be overstepping our bounds because we haven't gone out and asked people how they feel specifically we've had a lot of people come and tell us but without making a concerted effort we weren't really ready to put something down on paper without some kind of a a survey and a poll and really doing the research behind it to back up our words. It's a respect level. You know, I mean, she can't speak for me because I know her and she she has an understanding and she speaks very well and she's compassionate about the existence of who we are as Indian people, our identity. She cares about it. So she, by all means, she could speak for me any day of the week. And and so, but as, as she was saying, just to add on to that, again, it goes back to having an understanding and, and respect for all of our people. You know, we can't speak for everybody. So we want to get a general understanding or, you know, where, 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 we, where, where can we come together at? Where is the common ground? And, and we, were, we were getting there until all of this happened. You know, and it just kind of was like, whoa, I was shocked. You know, I can't even speak. Yeah, I look Indian, <laughs> you know, and I just don't play one on TV, but I live, with, I live it every single day of my life. I braid my hair every day. I understand what it means to braid my hair. You know, what goes into it, it's not just brushing it and braiding it, but I understand the true meaning of it. And, and so that was taught to me by my grandfathers and grandmothers. And so, again, to respect all of our people, even if we don't agree with them and their opinions or their views, we're still going to respect their opinion. I mean, that's what, that's what we do as Indian people. That's how it's always been from the beginning of time or actually from the beginning before there was time. You know, and so to get back to that basis and the understanding of the what made us tribal people is is going to be our strength. You know, just my opinion. Definitely, yeah, and we do have to all, you know, kind of get on that same page of what we're planning on doing. Um, I know it's been, it's just been, like I said, this whole week has been crazy. After it's like the aftermath (laughs) of what was going on. Um, but it's also interesting to see uh, the comments that come out of this and, and the discussion that comes out of this. Um, and, and some of it has been, you know, why, why do we continue to waste our time on this type of issue? And it's, it's not just from non-natives. It's from native people as well that I always see this comment come up. What do you guys say to that when somebody says there's bigger things that we need to be discussing? You want me to answer that? Go ahead. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'm going to give my answer, and I'm sure she has her answer as well. My answer for that, again, is identity. It's the bottom line. 
if we honestly know who we are and where we come from, because again, my identity is beyond just my tribal enrollment card. It's beyond just my driver's license. There is a depth to it. I mean, you look at the, in the Lakota, we use the word wakan. Wakan, they say today means sacred. But really, there's a true depth to it. If you really understand the old language of your people, of the people, and, the, and, and how they viewed life and how they spoke, Wakam meaning it is the birthplace of the innocence of life. It is the birth, birthplace of the, of, of the strength and the power of love. It is the birthplace of everything. It is the birthplace of life itself. So that's what the word Wakam means to us. It just doesn't mean sacred. It means beyond that. And so our identity is beyond what we see with our own physical eyes. It's within our DNA. It's within our heart. And so for me, if we don't get back to that, one day our children will not be able to have the conveniences of calling themselves Indian or tribal or whatever tribe they come from. They may not have that opportunity. you know. And to me, as far as I'm concerned, we're still an Indian country. It don't matter if I'm on a concentration camp or I'm living in an urban setting. It's still the lands of our forefathers. And again, I'm not trying to start a revolution here or anything, but there's a reality. And, and to bring back the strength and the power of our people is to bring back the identity, the true identity of who we are. And it doesn't mean that having long hair and braids, that doesn't identify you. Identify you. It's your actions. It is the things that you do. I mean, I could go back to look at what life was like as a child and where I am today as an adult. And almost the same things. Nothing has changed. Well, I don't want the children of today, when they become an adult in the future, I don't want them to have to face these same issues or wonder, well, why didn't they fix it when they had the chance and opportunity? Why didn't they change it? So I want to be part of that change today. As, as I can only speak for myself as an individual, which, you know, you're, you're doing your part too, Rhonda. I mean, by, by having the show once a w- every weekend, you know, that says a lot and that's doing a lot for our people. You know, some people might, might not think so, but I know you're making a, a, a huge difference. And as long as we continue as individuals to, to work endlessly and effortlessly at it, one day our children are not going to have to worry about, well, what's, who am I? Where do I come from? I mean, you look at the, the identity crisis that society is facing today. That's why they make a mockery of everyone else is because they don't even know what it means to have an identity. I'm not saying that we're better than any other human race, but we are a little bit more fortunate when it comes into that category. That's my answer, so I'll let her answer, give her answer now. <laughs> I agree with everything that that Mo just said. And and also, I think that so many of these things, everybody wants us to pigeonhole a cause, and everything is connected. And we know that as indigenous people, that everything is connected. And scientists are starting to figure that out. A lot of people are starting to figure that out, that everything affects everything else. And whether it's these mascot issues or identity issues, they're going to affect us as adults are going to affect our kids and and they affect society as a whole and and it kind of goes back down to that 
the issue of it, it be permeating society so much that some people just don't even realize it anymore. It's just gotten so out there all the time that sometimes we, we've learned to ignore it. But and people aren't bothered by it, but it does it, it does affect things, and to think that it doesn't, I think, is naive. Uh, also, one of the other things that bothers me that people say is, anytime you bring up an issue like that, this it's a political correctness run amok. And what's disturbing to me is how being conscientious of people has fallen so far out of fashion of being considerate of other human beings and other individuals how how it's so uncool and anytime anybody brings up something that bothers them it's oh you're so PC or you're so liberal or you're so this or you're so that and and I, I guess I grew up differently when my mom was always if you don't have something nice to say, <laughs> don't say anything at all. And most of the time that was about my siblings. But but I think the world could really learn something from that. And, and I don't think it was just our family that was like that. I know a lot of people grew up that same way of being considerate of other people's feelings, being considerate of other people's way of life. And it's... It's sad to me that we've gotten so far away from that. It is. It's definitely, uh, I I think it's tragic because then, you know, we're not, again, we're not being polite to one another, um, regardless of our uh, cultures. And and I see that. And especially with, again, you know, we're in November. Well, we just got out of Halloween. Um, You know, we're seeing people dressed up as different cultures, not just Native people, but as Asian, as Hispanic, even uh, doing blackface, you know, those types of things where it's, I, I see that common comment about doing something like that. Well, it's Halloween. It's supposed to be fun. It's in fun. It's, that's not funny. It's right. not funny to other cultures to dress up like them. And I think, um, you know, letting people be aware of those things um even in a bad way, you know, with people putting stuff out there, pictures. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that there was a picture of a, a couple and they dressed up like Ray Rice and Janae Rice and they had black face on and she had like a black eye. Wow. And they put it on Instagram. But then people started calling them out and saying, why are you making fun of domestic violence? Mm-hmm. You know, and again, it was, oh, well, this is just in fun, you right. know. So we see those types of how far it goes with um, stealing cultures, not just native ones, but other cultures as well, mm-hmm. and thinking it's okay to do that. Um, I think it's all, again, it's an educational point that we see in doing this. And and I see this changing. I really do. Um, what do you guys think about, you know, the Washington uh, name change? Do you guys think it's going to be changed soon, or where's the momentum going on that? I think so. I think the momentum's going good on that. I mean, just lately with John Stewart doing oh, a piece yeah. on it, Cartman on it, <laughs> <laughs> it's in a, a, the spotlight like it never was before, and people are actually considering it. And, and where I think that before 
it wasn't in the national yeah. spotlight. And people say, well, why are they just complaining about it now? Well, they're not just complaining about it now. They've been complaining about it for how many decades? Exactly, yes. But it's, it's finally now gotten to the point where it's in the mainstream and people are, are getting an understanding of it. And I think that there are a lot of people behind the name change. So I think eventually it will, probably not soon enough, but eventually. Yes, I believe it will happen. Regardless, you know, um, I I also believe that at some point ESPN is going to have to wake up. Fox Sports is going to have to wake up and start stop stop utilizing the racial term itself. You know, they don't use the N word, and and when if someone does, one of their sports commentators does utilize the the N word, boy, they're fired instantly. And and so. When you think, I, I heard about Roseanne Barr last week at some point. She, she did an interview with some uh, talk show, and she talked about how it's time for people to start getting up and doing something to assist and help the, the American Indian people, the, the host of this country. And, and, and I think that that is way past due. You know, because again, you think about it, our people, our ancestors has helped every nationality that has ever come to this continent. You know, whether it was with food, where, home, you know, an understanding of what their surroundings. And so the, it's time to give back. It's time to, to help, you know, pay back in that, in that concept. I mean, you have an Indian center just right down the street. And, and a lot of people still don't even know that, that we exist. You know, you have many different Indian organizations here in this area, and people still don't know that they exist. You know, we, we talk about all the issues that our people, you know, are under. Um, we can talk about teen suicide. We can talk about alcoholism. Our, our list could go on. But what about the prevention? We I don't want to fix it. I want to prevent it. And so, again, it comes back to the identity. Identity is the, the PowerPoint. I just don't want to fix it, I should say. I want to fix it, but I just don't want to fix it. I want to also prevent it. And it comes back to the understanding of identity. You know, to empower an individual, to help them to overcome the, the, the shame that they, have, that they may have been taught. But you look at the, how people are taught today. Like you said, so a couple made a mockery of domestic violence. Well, that's the lack of education. That's the lack of empathy. You know, it has nothing to do with religion or sympathy or anything. It has everything to do with empathy. And and so we as human beings, we have to regrasp the understanding of empathy, and and begin to look at each other as that again we all share the same planet. The Creator of all creation is the one that made us all different from the very beginning. So it's obvious that the Creator loves diversity, because it made it so. And I'll guarantee you that what society or some people would call as heaven, there are Indians there, and and those Indians are loved and respected. And so just so I look at it, the way I was taught was that if you can't get along with everyone here, if you can't be good and get along with the people here with the differences now, what makes you think that you're going to be welcome there? Because there is diversity there, and that does exist. It's a respect, you know, and, and the Creator created everything that, is, that, it, that has life, you know, that doesn't have a motor in it. 
Definitely. All right. Well, we're going to go to a break real quick, and we'll be back. We're talking um, Kansas City Indian Center, Galen and Moses Brings Plenty. All right. You're listening to Native Spirit Radio here on 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Again, uh, we're talking with Kansas City Indian Center um, and what happened this past weekend with the Kansas City um, football team and doing an honoring of Native Americans, but really not having any input from uh, people who were in the Kansas City area. I think that's a majority of people's problems with what was going on. Um, and, and there are plenty of people that are in this area that could speak to them or even talk to them about um, what they had planned. Um, they brought this humongous drum out that, um, I, I guess from what I heard, they played the dun 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 the typical Hollywood, yeah, Hollywood uh, beat on it, which to me is just very awful. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you perpetuate that? style like um i i know uh you know when when i would go out with student groups to do performances we explain what the drum is and that the beat is not that beat but it's the beat of a heartbeat Mm -hmm. and so for people to understand like oh i didn't know that you know so it's like education but then we're going backwards (laughs) by bringing this back out um, and saying, oh, it's okay because we blessed your drum. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I just, I, I just don't understand that. I just, to me, it was just, uh, just awful. When you talk about a mockery, it is a mockery of our, our tribal traditions, especially with, um, uh, I believe the Potawatomi, aren't they the people of the drum? Or, isn't that what they call themselves? Uh, you know? Yeah, but it was an individual from the Arapaho Cheyenne that, um, that went ahead and did the drum blessing. Okay. From yeah. What I understand. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know um, uh, how that was, how that was situated, and, and like we said, you know, uh, some of the people that were involved. You talk about um, as a native person, you know, and being Indian is not just looking Indian, but how much you help your community, and I think that's one really important thing because this person who did this has no. Um, I, I've never heard of this person. I've never seen them do anything mm-hmm. to help this community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to me, it's just, you know, that's an important part of who we are because then we know who uh, the Indian community is. You know, I, I can identify people and I was like, I don't know who this person is. You right. know, who is this person? Um, but it's like, you know, being a part of, being an Indian person is helping your community out, volunteering, doing things, doesn't pay you or, or raise you up in stature amongst the community because of what you do. Right. And I think a lot of people don't, don't understand that as well. So, um, yeah, so hopefully, um, you know, I'm thinking that somehow, somebody will say something to Kansas City and let them know that what you did wasn't, you know, kosher with the Kansas City people that are here, the natives that actually live here. You know, I, I think that it, it's it's not over. It's definitely not over yet. I mean, we, we as the community, we still need to, to come back, get together and remain together and still be part of that change and that difference again. That's where, that's where it lies at, regardless of what happened. You know, um, th- that's just a little small little pebble on the road 
of life, and and we're going to overcome it. We, we've we persevered so much in 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 our lives as Indian people, and so like you said, what what does it mean to be Indian? And, and again, to what it, a part of what it, uh, the understanding of it is to know that we're doing something today with this beautiful thing we call life, this beautiful gift we call life, for the next seven generations. We are going to be that impact. We're going to be that change for them. And that's where our community, our community, from Lawrence, you know, all in the surrounding area, our community has to come back together as the people, you know, and, and, and find a common ground and not just think about ourselves today. This is, this is bigger than us. This is larger than us. This is about our children's grandchildren. You know, and so we can do it. It's possible. It is very possible. There's nothing in the world that's stating that we can't do it except for ourselves. Definitely. Do you have any uh, final words you want to say about Kansas City Indian Center and, and where you guys are located, maybe, or, um, you know, information for our folks that are listening? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're located on the corner of 39th and Pennsylvania at 600 West 39th Street, and we have community gatherings two evenings a month so uh, it's always the first and third Wednesdays at 6 and 6.30 so find us on Facebook or check out our webpage and and see what we've got going on and everybody's always welcome and I like how you guys have the kids activities because again it's about instilling that pride in them as as native people young Mm -hmm. when they're young it's a a really great thing that you guys do Um, Moses do you have any upcoming events going on? Yeah. I know you're a famous actor and a famous musician, and <laughs> <laughs> you're always going somewhere. <laughs> um, I got a few irons in the fire right now, nothing is set in stone. Um, just finished up with uh, a couple of episodes of Hell on Wheels that just re-aired again yesterday. Um, and like I said, just got a few things in the fire. My main focus right now is the community, the 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 Kansas City Indian Center mm-hmm. and the preservation of our traditions and our identity as the people. That's my main focus. You know, everything else is just kind of there. But it helps, you know, being being in film and television is, is a platform. And one of the things that, that I, it's a tool that I utilize when it comes to working with young people. You know, hey, you, I'm from a Pine Ridge. I come from the reservation. I grew up on a Pine Ridge and Shine River Reservation. And, and it don't matter, you know, where you come from. You know the dreams are endless, and the possibilities are endless. You know, but it was the 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 help, the courage that I had to maintain my identity was one of the things that got me where I am today. And so, uh, it, and also for what you do, Rhonda, I want to say thank you for all that you do for us as 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 human beings. We really appreciate your voice and and all the efforts and and what you do to. To notify us and let us know, keep us updated on all the things that are going around and throughout the country. You know, we really appreciate that and, and continue up the good work as well. Yes, thank you, Rhonda. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, definitely. Well, we'll have to keep uh, updated with what you guys are doing and um, letting the community know um, any other stuff that's happening. I'm always here, so you can always get in touch with me. I know it's been. Um, 
a crazy it just seems like just this year is just going so fast right. and we're almost again you said almost the end of 2014 <laughs> it's like oh my gosh i right. can't believe this is happening but i appreciate you guys coming on the show and and talking about what happened because like i said a lot of people just did not know um and, and at some point blaming you guys for what was happening so <laughs> i'm glad we got that straightened out <laughs> we know you guys are doing great work thank you for being here thank you thank you